welcome to today's Create the Courage to be Fearless podcast. And I want to thank you for joining me. My name is Anita Matu and I am a mindset coach and a mentor. Every Tuesday, I'll be releasing a new podcast episode, which will either be a conversation with a courageous guest, a solo episode with me, or a masterclass full of insightful nuggets and wisdom. Each episode is designed to inspire you and help you discover and connect with that place of courage within you. So whether you're a first-time listener or you are one of my regular subscribers, I want to thank you for taking the time to join me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. One fatal day, my entire life changed and I knew I could never go back to being the person I was before I got that phone call. I was 24 years old and barely an adult, although like most young adults, I thought I could take on the world. I had no idea, no clue that overnight I would be signing up to take on the biggest commitment and responsibility of my entire life. But let me backtrack to understand how huge this decision was for me. I would like you to know a bit more about my backstory. When I was growing up as a young child, I was sexually abused from a very young age. At the time, I didn't even know what was happening. I was so young. It wasn't until I was older that I realized what had happened. By then, the shame was consuming me. The disgust and feeling of being contaminated and dirty, along with the vulnerability and emotions. Of course, I couldn't tell anyone. I was too scared and never felt safe again. Unfortunately for me, there just wasn't one abuser throughout my childhood. At school, I just used to play and didn't really learn much. Everyone was lovely and the group of friends I had were really nice I just wasn't like the other children. I found learning so difficult and couldn't remember what I had learned. I was a terrible reader and couldn't spell either. I hated it. It was such hard work for me. I never felt I fitted in, even from a young age. I was always in my own world, to be honest. Though always surrounded by others, I always felt alone. However, I was good on the sports field and loved it. I was free running around and it made me happy. That's where I could excel. Freedom away from the classroom. I never fitted in at all in any way. I was always in my head thinking and spent a lot of time there daydreaming of anything and everything. I was beginning to realize I wasn't like the other children and started questioning my sexuality. It came to the last year of my exams. I thought I really have to work hard and give it everything. I had to pass my exams. I failed and I left school with no exams passed and no self-esteem. I finally realized I was gay, but I can't be. I'm Indian. I think the film director, Gurinder Chadha, portrays it beautifully in her film Bend It Like Beckham in the scene where Tony tells Jess he's gay. And Jess's reply is, 
but you're Indian, meaning Indians don't do gay. If you haven't seen the film, I do highly recommend it. This just led to more secrets and shame. The only difference was they were mine this time. I felt I couldn't tell anyone. I didn't even know anyone that was gay when I was growing up, let alone an Indian gay person. Is it wrong? I was living in confusion. Leaving school with no exams, I had my passion to fall back on from a young age of photography and started working in that profession. I loved it and got to do what I'm passionate about every day. I was happy with my life and everything was perfect. Loving work and saving hard, I started to look at properties to buy at least 30 to 40 minutes away and out of my local hometown. I knew that if I was going to have a life with a gay partner and have some freedom, that's what I had to do. I knew only too well how cultures and taboos can dictate and I would have to suppress my true identity from fear of being found out. So the secrets and shame continued, but this time on my terms. I was feeling too scared to be exposed at this stage to live fully in my truth. Then came the fatal day where my entire life changed the phone call telling me the awful news. My brother had killed his wife, my sister-in-law. He was arrested and she was dead. They had three beautiful innocent babies. I knew what I had to do without a moment of doubt. I arranged to legally take on their three beautiful children, all of whom were aged under three and a half years old. I was 24 years old, barely an adult, gay, without a partner, and yet I instinctively chose to do this without any idea of what or how. I just knew I had to. Talk about having to grow up overnight. What an understatement. It's one of the best things I ever did. They have taught me so much. Our journey has been remarkable with ups and downs, full of happiness and tears compassion and above all love. There were very dark challenging times too and I did seek help by having years of therapy. I needed to understand my life and heal from all the loss, hurt, pain, anger, taboos, secrets, shame and confusion of my life. There needed to be an understanding and acceptance of who I am and what I was going through. I no longer could help the children with their homework. I was a failure as a parent. I knew in that moment I had to face my biggest fear of going back to college and getting an education at the age of 35. It's then that I discovered I was dyslexic. I researched everything about dyslexia. Okay, I just think differently and found ways that worked for me. Resitting all my exams and more, passing them this time, it just shows it's never too late to learn anything. Finally, at the age of 35, I read my first book cover to cover. The book was by Jane Moore, the journalist, author, television presenter called Foreplay. No, it's not that kind of a book. 
It's about a 33-year-old woman who was forced to come up with a brand new life when her husband leaves her for the cliché, his very young, very pretty secretary. Suddenly, she's single and back in the dating game with the added complication of children in tow. I was going through a transformational time yet again, and I could relate to the book. This is when I understood my purpose and started coaching. All of my experience has got me to where I am, and I want to help others do the same. I got thinking about my childhood. I never understood myself and was utterly confused for the majority of it. I don't want any child to go through what I did, so I studied youth coaching too. I had created the courage to overcome another one of my fears by telling the family I was gay. Up till then, I had only confined in a handful of family and friends and was just met with unconditional love. When I told the children I was gay, they said, we know. Well, that went easier than I thought. It's a generational thing, I'm sure. It is more accepted than it was in my generation's time. Yet again, after a sudden passing of another family member, I had an abrupt reminder of just how short life really was and wasn't willing to live a lie anymore and told my siblings and their children I was gay. The response was once again of unconditional love. There have also been people that think being gay is wrong and I have lost people along the way and I'm sure I will lose more and that's okay too. I respect their views and choices and do accept them. It's just a shame they can't respect mine. I will not apologise for who I am, where I come from, what I do or what I think. That's my business. What others think of me is their business and nothing to do with me. I can't live in a role casted by others. I have to be myself. I don't fit in and I don't need to. I finally have the acceptance of who I am and have healed mentally and physically. I won't apologize for being me and there is no one way of being. Here's the thing. I like who I am and I love being me. How many people can actually say that? Innovation comes from having the courage to be different and do things differently. This is why I do the work I do now, coaching, mentoring and youth coaching. I want to make a difference to humanity for the better. I have overcome so much diversity in my life and so can you. You just have to be your own hero or heroine. No one is coming to save you. Life is not a straight path. I have a better knowledge and understanding of myself now. I have done a lot of therapy and coaching, so I think I'm better equipped to deal with things in my 50s than I ever was in my 40s, 30s or my 20s. I have learned how to be calm. I needed the courage to break free from all the taboos, secrets and shame that actually weren't even my secrets or shame to hold on to. There really was no growth in staying stuck where I was. For the sheer fear of being exposed, ashamed and even judged. There's a lot of judgment these days and I have had to work through my insecurities and I have come out the other side. 
it's possible you are always going to get people that are going to judge you no matter what. It's best just to live your life. People are too scared of being exposed for who they really are for the sheer fact of judgment. What will people think? We are in a culture these days where there's a lot of judgment and that needs to stop. Even here and now there's so much diversity and yet there's still so much stigma. So that's why and how Create the Courage to be Fearless was born. Helping you and giving you the courage you need. So, as you can see, I've had the shame of being sexually abused. I've had the shame of being dyslexic. I've had the shame of my brother killing his wife. I had the shame of being gay. None of it was my shame to carry. Once you can realize you can free yourself from the shame, you really do have freedom. And that's one of my biggest learning points. Take back your power and be the person you are. The beautiful soul you are. Why do we always blame ourselves, making ourselves ill, getting depressed, having breakdowns? The list goes on. And unfortunately, some people don't make it through. That's the harsh reality. Don't be one of those people. It is my deepest wish that you connect with that place of courage within you. Get the help you need to create the courage to be fearless and address what needs addressing, healing, mentally and physically. I am here to help you. Reach out to me. For further information, go to anitamatu.com and all of my contact details are in my show notes. In the coming weeks, my guests will be sharing their personal stories of courage with you. You may find we come back to some of these topics I have raised in this episode, as well as their new and personal experiences of creating the courage to be fearless. Thank you for listening and remember to join me next Tuesday. Love to you, Anita. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Create the Courage to be Fearless with Anita Matu. I'd love you to let me know what your thoughts of today's episode and what your key takeaways are. So do leave a comment below. It's all about sharing. So if you have enjoyed the content, give me a like and share it far and wide. Post it over on Instagram stories and tag the link wherever you are listening to this episode. Post it on social media, share it with your friends and don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the show reach more people and together we impact more lives. Thank you and until next time, goodbye for now.